I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as um, simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more know, doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. ESPN. This is Bet LA with Anita Marks on 710 ESPN. Previewing all the NFL game odds to get you ready to wager each week on all the NFL action, college football, plus all the local teams and NBA action later this fall. This is Bet LA with Anita Marks on 710 ESPN. And tonight's edition of Bet LA with Anita Marks is made possible by Tiza. Get more focus and energy in your daily life with Tiza nutrient pouches. Visit TizaEnergy.com and make your mouth happy. Bet LA with Anita Marks on 710 ESPN. Bet LA with Anita Marks right now. What's up? What's up? It is Bet LA here. I'm Anita Marks, 710 ESPN Radio. Let's get you locked and loaded. Uh, there are three games and three plays that I'm all over right now. Actually, more plays, three games. There's some prop bets that I like. Uh, so let's dive right into it because uh, tip-off is happening momentarily. So uh, let's start first and foremost in the NBA as the Clippers are getting ready to take on the Golden State Warriors. Okay, uh, The Clippers are favored by three and a half. So I'm on the Clippers tonight. For a number of reasons, uh, the Golden State Warriors still without Steph Curry, still without Wiggins. Um, they they really have not played a lot of tough competition as of late, and also they're just absolutely god awful in defending um, the wing. So I, I just I, I'm I'm fading the Golden State Warriors. I know that the Clippers have not won yet since uh, they have added Russell Westbrook to the equation. Uh, but I do believe that that changes tonight. So first and foremost, uh, I'm going to lay the points. I, actually, I, I think it, it's gone down to three. So if you get it at three, great. Last I checked, it was three and a half. But obviously, you want to look for the best odds that are out there. Also, I've got two prop bets in this matchup that I'm eyeing. Number one is Kawhi over 24 and a half points. And also, I like Kawhi over three and a half three-pointers. Why? Uh, he had an off night the other night and he still put up 23 points. Okay. Not expecting him to have an off night, uh, two games in a row prior to putting up 23 points. He put up 44 and 33. And Oh, by the way, the 33 points that he put up. Yep. It was about, it, it was against the golden state warriors. He has put up 25 points in 15 of his last 20 games. And I'm looking at pace of play. Right. So the Golden State Warriors, we know their pace of play is 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 pretty, pretty, pretty fast Uh, up their ranks. I want to say fourth in pace of play in regards to the teams in the NBA. And now that Russell Westbrook is a part of this Clippers team, their pace of play now has increased tremendously. So I do believe Kawhi is going to get a a number of open looks, a number of of solid opportunities to put up the 24 and a half points. And uh, and he has gone over the three and a half uh, assist total in eight of his last 10 games. So that is how I'm playing this Clippers game. Again, I'm going to lay the points, the three. If you get it at three, that'd be great. 
uh, with the Clippers, also Kawhi, over 24.5 points and over 3.5 assists. Okay, uh, just to uh, get you up to speed on, on, on the NBA slate of games that have already concluded tonight, the Wizards took care of the Raptors, 119-108. to um, No surprise there, of course. Neither of those teams doing much of anything. Here's an interesting one, though. The Mavs, 133-126. to They beat the 76ers. Now, full disclosure, I was on with Mason in Ireland earlier tonight. I did like the 76ers. Uh, I liked them getting the three. So obviously that did not cover, um, you know, I just, I, and, and I want to look here because I'm a big fan of Maxi. So Maxi played 35 minutes. Okay. Put up 29 points, had two assists, two rebounds Embiid, So Embiid did not play against the heat the other night and, and this, uh, and, and the 76ers were in Miami and they beat them 119 to 98. Maxi had 27 points. He had 29 tonight. Uh, and, and not to take anything away from Embiid, Embiid obviously, uh, you know, topic of conversation in regards to potential of winning the MVP this season. But I, I just, I, I like Maxi a lot. I, I think he's really underrated. And, um, and I was waiting for Dallas. They, they just, they struggled defensively. The, the, the parts that they had to trade to the Nets in order to get Kyrie was, was huge. So this is a Dallas team right now that offensively, uh, they're, they're tremendous. And just to give you some scores here, uh, Kyrie and, and Luca, Kyrie put up 40, Luca put up 42. So just combined, Kyrie and Luca put up 82 points. Here's the thing though. How many nights a week are they going to be able to do that? <laughs> I don't, I just, I don't, I don't think that often. So, uh, but that's what the Dallas Mavericks are going to have to do in order to win in the NBA. Because um, they just, Finney Smith, um, I'm trying to think who else uh, that w- was part of that trade deal with, um, with, with the Nets. Uh, they, they really, they, they just, they, they're missing so much on the defensive side of the ball that in order for them to win in the NBA, they're just going to have to put up a ton of points. And that's what they were able to do tonight. Uh, right now, the Pacers going up against the Spurs. Again, lackluster game, right? Uh, teams competing to get that number one overall pick, pick pretty much just really trying to tank more than anything. Um, Spurs are up 76-66 with about two minutes left in the third. That Clippers and uh, Warriors game just tipped off. Now let's take a look really quick in what's going on in college basketball. And and so I'm giving you these plays as quickly as possible. I'd like to give them to you at the top of the show and then and then and then we have fun following them throughout the show because you know obviously I'm I'm always trying to to hopefully hand out some winners. So um so the USC is taking on Arizona. I like USC. I like them getting the points. I truly believe the wrong team is favored here. Also, I like the over at 155. Okay, I, I think I think this is 10 points. Um, I, I think I, here's the thing. USC, the over has hit for them seven of their last 10. Arizona, the over has hit for them seven, six of their last eight. So I, I think this is about 10 points too low to be quite frank. So I love the over here. So Arizona, USC over 155 
and I'm going to take USC and give me the two points. Again, I think the wrong team is favored here. The last time Arizona and USC faced each other, Arizona was 12 of 24 from behind the, be, behind the line, um, be, behind the arc, I should say, for three-pointers. I, I just, I, I'm not anticipating them to be that hot, that explosive from downtown again against USC. USC, they've won four straight. They've won eight of their last 10. They're eight and two against the spread. Um, they're playing, in my opinion, they're playing their best ball right now. I'm, it'd be great if they got a win against a legit team to help, you know, what whatever decisions need to be made before Selection Sunday. Meanwhile, Arizona, they lost to Arizona State. And it, this is, it's, it's kind of interesting because USC falls in between the lost Arizona State and their regular season finale against UCLA in two days. So not that you want to take USC lightly, but is this a look-ahead game to UCLA in two days from now? On top of that, I think USC has the better defense. Also, it's home court. So I do like USC tonight. So again, USC getting two in the over at 155. Um, I do like Arizona State tonight, and I want to believe that the game has already started, by the way. But just so you know, we'll be following it here on the show. Arizona State getting 11.5. They're 6-2 and two, straight up on the road. They beat Arizona. Meanwhile, UCLA, they pretty much, they've, regular season, you know, they've clinched whatever they've needed to, to clinch in the regular season so, and, and also UCLA is not a team that scores a ton of points. So if I'm getting, if, if, if we're assuming, and I'm assuming that UCLA is going to come in and kind of be like, you know, um, not, not full force, not full go. And they don't score a lot of points anyway. I, I just, I, I think 11 and a half points is, is, is a lot for Arizona State. Listen, UCLA is going to win. Um, I just don't know. I just don't know if they're going to win by 11 and a half points. Last but not least, uh, Pacific getting three and a half against Pepperdine. Uh, they beat them twice already this season. And um, Pepperdine struggles against the three. Pacific excels in three-point shooting. They have the 10th best three-point shooting percentage in college basketball at 38.7%. So those are my plays right now that you can get in some action right now. And we will be following them throughout the show with you for the next uh, two hours and 50 minutes. So Pacific plus three and a half. Again, I was all over Arizona State getting the 11 and a half against UCLA. USC plus two in the over at 155. And in the NBA, I do like the Clippers minus three, of course, at tip-off and, uh, and Kawhi Leonard over 24.5 points and over 3.5 assists. So th- those are my plays for the next few hours that we'll be monitoring. Anita Marks with you. This is Bet LA. Uh, we've got a great show lined up for you. I say that each and every week because I do believe that we put together a really good show for you, getting you ready each and every week, heading into... Uh, Friday, Saturday action. Fat Jack, professional sports handicapper, is going to be joining me in about 20 minutes. We'll be talking NCAA. He's got, you know, what I love about Fat Jack is that 
he he thinks out of the box in regard to how to gamble. And he's got a really smart, savvy way of gambling on the NCAA tournament. So you absolutely want to tune in. So Fat Jack, and then and we'll talk some NBA as well, some of the games on the Friday slate, as well as uh, big picture futures bets. Jeff Passan from ESPN is going to join us. Major League Baseball, a lot of rule changes. And we've got Tyler and Brian who are producing the show. I know Tyler is a big baseball fan. Tyler, I want to have the conversation with you after we hear from Jeff Passan in regard to some of the big rule changes that are going to be taking place and how that can possibly affect the gambling market. Oh, we're going to okay. talk about it. Oh, yeah. Oh, we, we will. We will. Because I, it's, it's really, really, I find it fascinating. I find it really, really fascinating. I think there's going to be a lot of overs that are going to hit early in Major League Baseball. Keith Stewart, PGA Tour Pro, he's actually down in Orlando at Bay Hill, giving us some insight in regard to how to play uh, the Ar- Arnold Invitational uh, the next few days. Courtney Cronin, She's in Indianapolis for the Combine. She's going to join us to talk about the NFL draft and what she thinks the Bears are going to do. Stormy Bonantani is the sideline reporter for the XFL. She's going to be in D.C. for the D.C. game. She joins me to break down some XFL action. Brett Okamoto is going to be a part of the UFC 285 broadcast team. He joins me, John Jones back in action, and Eric Moody with some NBA plays as well. We've got all your bases covered, no pun intended. Anita Marks with you. It is Bet LA here on 710 ESPN LA. Quick break. We'll be right back here on 710 ESPN LA. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as uh, simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. This is Ben L.A. with Anita Marks on 710 ESPN. Made possible tonight by Tiza. Get more focus and energy in your daily life with Tiza Nutrient Pouches. Visit TizaEnergy.com and make your mouth happy. Now more of Ben L.A. with Anita Marks on 710 ESPN. Player of LeBron James' stature, you know, they've got to play the long game with this and really make a decision, uh, you know, at some point this season, if he's not ready to return, you know, I think about the risk reward of trying to rush him back in any way to get to play in, you know, as a ninth seed or a tenth seed in the play in. So, uh, certainly for now, the Lakers are preparing, you know, for several, at least three more weeks, but I think certainly at least a month uh, without LeBron James. And then it almost takes you now to the end of the regular season. Yeah, tough. Tough situation uh, in regard to what happened with LeBron James. Anita Marks with you. This is Bet LA here on uh, 710 ESPN LA. Tyler and Brian are producers, uh, and, and uh, we want to have a discussion as well uh, pertaining to this Lakers team. By the way, um, Arizona State uh, and UCLA, UCLA up 48-37 right now, uh, about 15 minutes left in the second uh, for uh, for that game, Arizona State and UCLA. So so guys, you know LeBron James now. The reports are you know he's got some kind of like 
tendon injury, tendon tear. So he's going to be out for the next two to three weeks. Here's what stinks for me. I, I really, I, I loved the moves that they made prior to the trade deadline. Agreed. And and and, and I, 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 if you listened last week, I put money, I wagered. Hell with the play-in game. I wagered that the that the Lakers would make it into the the top six, um, and and make some noise in the postseason. I'm not sitting here telling you that the Lakers would have won the postseason. Far from it. That's not what I'm saying. But I do believe that you know the the West, especially you know trying to get in, whether it's it's the play-in or 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 just to get in as the six. Um, I, I liked what they were, what they did in, in the pieces that they added with D'Lo and Beasley and Vando and Mo. I, I, I really, I felt that they improved their defense. They, they created a lot more depth. They finally had some three point shooting. I, I just, I, I loved, I loved the makeup of this team and what they were able to do. And, and now obviously with, with LeBron out for the next three weeks, you know, obviously there's a big concern there. I, I guess my question to you and, and my question to our, our listeners out there is, do you feel that without LeBron, uh, you know, do, do you feel that they have what it takes to, to make it into the play-in game? I, I do believe the play-in tournament I, or whatever the case is, you know, whatever you want to call it. I, like, I, I do believe that they have just enough to get there, especially if AD stays healthy and AD now steps up and, and, and plays a larger role. But um, I, I don't, I, I don't, do they win that play in game? I, I don't, you know, uh, so Tyler, let's start with you. Sure. What, how, how, how far do you think this Lakers team can go? And do you feel that they can make it to the postseason? I think they're definitely a much more complete team now than they were pre uh, trade deadline. I think as far as the acquisitions go, Getting D'Lo, as you mentioned, getting Vandy, getting uh, Mobamba. Um, you know, we just saw last night that this team can still be very complete. The chemistry is still very much there. And uh, each player is kind of taking it upon themselves to be an individual leader. And we can see that they're still capable of winning without Anthony Davis, without LeBron James, and without D'Angelo Russell. None of those three guys were on the court last night, and they were still able to pull off a win against OKC. Mm-hmm. So I think that they can still win and we are clearly seeing that they're capable of doing that as far as their playoff hopes I think you're on the money with the play-in tournament I don't know how far they'll get with the team as it is from a health perspective I think they have to have a healthy Anthony Davis I think they absolutely have to have a healthy LeBron James and they definitely need D'Lo on the court uh, in some capacity, I think Reeves is is definitely capable of holding his own. I think we saw a really solid performance from Lonnie Walker last night. Dennis Schroeder was able to still pull, pull off a really impressive performance despite rolling his ankle. So ultimately, I think from a chemistry perspective, this team is really capable of going the distance. They just really need to focus on their health and staying healthy. Brian? Yeah, I'm right there with Tyler. I... Uh agree with everything he had to say and that win last (laughs) night was huge it just goes to show that they still have some good pieces and everything that they don't need these guys to necessarily put together a good game but to get into the playoffs and to do anything in the playoffs yes they are going to need LeBron and AD healthy but I do think that they could still get there at least in the playing tournament with ease I think they could still do it with ease he says okay all right yeah they're still right there you pull up the standings right now It's, it's anybody's you know, two games from now, Lakers could be in there. 
Yeah, and, and, and let's do that, right? I want to pull up the standings right now. I've got my computer right in front of me. So so obviously Denver is, you know, uh, far and away superior to everyone else. Then you've got Memphis, the Kings, Phoenix, uh, they're at four, the Golden State Warriors, and, and Dallas, right? And so right behind them at seven is the Clippers, Minnesota, the T-Wolves at eight, Utah at nine, the Pelicans at ten, and and the Lakers are just one game back from be, behind the Pelicans. So yeah, I, I mean, you know, I, I guess, and is it, the Pelicans. There's no Zion, right? Like so that doesn't scare me. Uh, with the Golden State Warriors, I, I see. I I I think there's going to be some regression there. Now they're taking on the Clippers tonight. I like again. I've got the Clippers. I'm I'm laying the three. I'm laying the three and a half. But. And and we're just we're we're not hearing anything. It's it's not like we're hearing that Steph Curry is like is is going to return anytime soon. Well, right? I think and, there is Wig- there is swirling speculation that he'll be back soon. We just don't know what soon means. Yeah, exactly. What does soon mean? Is it next week? Is it is it three weeks from now? Like you know. Um, so again, prior to LeBron James injuring his foot um i i was wagering and and i i I still have a wager it's it's more than likely not going to hit avi um that the lakers would make it into the top six um but now where it stands i'm i'm so we're all in agreement right we're all in agreement that we feel that he will at least make it into that they will make it into the play-in game, right? Yes. Are, are we yeah. all in agreement there? I, even, I even with, that. even with, even with LeBron out for the next three weeks. Yes, and that's if, only because, uh, of course, if AD stays healthy. Right, and it's only because the teams behind them are going to continue to stay there, right? If any of the teams right. behind them get start, you know, getting on a hot streak, something happens where, like you mentioned, Steph Curry comes back and he's just explosive all over again. There, there are a lot of factors that could contribute to them ultimately falling out of the play-in. It's just not feasible. I don't think any of the teams behind them are really going to put up a contest. I think the Lakers will definitely uh, uh, squeeze in to the play-in. Again, beyond that, it's a toss-up. It's it's entirely dependent on the team's health because we see, again, we see the chemistry is there. They just really need to stay healthy. And those teams behind the Lakers, the Blazers, the Thunder, the Spurs, and the Rockets, which, by the way, um, you know, the Thunder, they actually, they were looking good until SGA got injured. And, um, and, and they just talk, talk about, you know, a, a team really just turning the tide yeah. with, with, just, with just one player going, out, going down and not being there. Um, I, I really, I love this, this Thunder team. I think they're young. I think they're fun. They're exciting to watch. I root for them. I cheer for them. But yeah, uh, without an SGA, they're they're they just uh, they've just been losing. They've lost five straight now. Um, so uh, so we're we're on agreement there. Um, Anita Marks with you. This is Bet LA. When we come back, Fat Jack, Fat Jack Sports, professional handicapper, joins us on the program. Uh, like I said, he's got he's got a really interesting way of gambling right now on the NCAA tournament, which by the way, next Sunday, can you guys like, no, the 12th, right? So that's, what is that? It's two Sundays from now, right? Right. Yep. Is, um, yeah. So March 12th will be selection Sunday. 
have you guys uh, have you guys ever been to vegas for march madness like for the the first like the thursday friday no. of march madness i have it's a bucket brian you've been you have yeah it, wow. not on purpose i didn't you know didn't go for that <laughs> just reason, worked out that but way. was there <laughs> nice. yeah and it is it is amazing that's that's a that's a bucket list for me yeah it, that's a bucket list for notch. me i'm i have no doubt like to I'm, me i'm like, shocked to be, you haven't to, been yet anita to be, no i, I mean to, for to be well i'm working <laughs> so i would have to so i would have to take off of work and then like my producers and my boss would be like wait i don't understand so you're not working on you just got to take all days. of us with you that's all we'll do like a little remote setup <laughs> you're my so scott clark my boss at espn would be like so i don't understand you're you're not going to work the first two days of march madness because you want to go to vegas no no no. on the contrary on the contrary you send me to vegas and i do the show from there right exactly on the company yeah no i'm no 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 that's not but but that that's i that's not what i want like i want to on thursday and friday i want to sit in a sports book um, I want to have oodles and noodles of fantastic champagne okay. and gamble and watch the, the Thursday and Friday, the first, because I truly feel like where you really can win some money is round one. Like I, I just, I, I just, I feel like it's for the taking. So that's that, that first Thursday and Friday of the tournament, which this, this year is going to be the 16th and the 17th. Gosh what i would coming do. quick man it's gonna be here around the corner i don't know yeah that 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 would be a difficult conversation hey scott hey scott i um i'm not gonna work on thursday and friday the first two days of the tournament because you know i just want to go to vegas and hang out in the sports bar and sports book and just drink and gamble <laughs> yeah okay <laughs> anyway we come we come back fat jack professional handicapper joins us on the program we'll talk ncaa and also we will look forward to the friday nba slate of games next right here on 710 espn la this is ben la with anita marks on 710 espn made possible tonight by tisa get more focus and energy in your daily life with tisa nutrient pouches visit tisaenergy.com and make your mouth happy now more of Bet LA with Anita Marks on 710 ESPN. Uh, welcome back to Bet LA here on 710 ESPN LA. He is back, the man, Fat Jack from vacation. Um, here to what? talk some some hoops, baby, talking hoops. So, you know, I used to host a radio show with Leonard Hamilton when he 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 was uh, he was the head coach of FSU, and then he quit that job to go. Uh, be Michael Jordan's coach when Michael Jordan decided to play. Uh, was it in DC, I believe, and uh, and then got fired, and then he didn't have a job, and so he moved to Miami, and he he hosted a NBA show with me, and it was called Talking Hoops with Leonard Hamilton. Yeah, Leonard Hamilton come a long way since uh, the days of Arkansas. <laughs> and he was in Oklahoma somewhere in Oklahoma, but hanging out with hillbillies in the middle down in Miami, hanging out at South Beach. I mean, he's come a long way. Good for Leonard. So Talking hoops, baby, yeah, but, with Leonard Hamilton. Hey, we're finally to March, too, Anita. I mean, things are heating up. I had I had Boston and over tonight. Boston plus three and a half and over 137. They go all the way to overtime, and a meaningless three at the end turns a one and two day into a three and zero day. So we are definitely into March. Takes a little bit of luck here and there, along with some good picks. But exciting month coming up for hoops fans. 
Well, I've got I've got Arizona State getting the points tonight. I've got USC getting. So I got Arizona Arizona State getting eleven. Actually, I got it eleven and a half. I got USC plus two, uh, and I've got Pacific plus three over Pepperdine. Those are those are my plays that are happening right now. But let's let's look big picture here. Before we start talking NBA, I know you've got some picks for us heading into Friday slate. But um, but NBA big picture here. I mean NCAA big picture here. I know you wanted to talk about you know just just some of some of the, some of the I, I guess the savvy ways um, that you head into March Madness. Yeah, you know we talked. By the way, USC's a steamer tonight. A lot, a lot of sharps are on USC. So them getting, uh, them only getting a couple points in that game is uh, definitely throwing up some sirens. But yeah, a lot like we talked about in the NFL playoffs. When you're talking about going into these tournaments, you you play money line bets in the NFL playoffs if you like a team versus playing a futures bet. What I try to do when you head into the NCAA tournament is find a team that is super long odds that you can get them out of the first weekend. All right, you don't have to you don't you're going to bet them to win it all, but you don't really need them to win it all because you're going to be at such long odds that if you even just get them to that second weekend, you can make some money. And I think there is a great opportunity. You have any guess who this would be? We're talking about over 500 to 1 type deal. You have you have a team that you think over 501 college basketball over. might have a shot of getting it out before we even know what the brackets are. 500 to 1? Oh my gosh! Um, Again, okay. um, let me you know, we give it to you. You can we can be here all night. I mean, the only reason I said that is because you happen to be by them. If that helps a little bit, a head mm-hmm. coach that is very well known. Everybody out there listening in LA tonight knows this head coach, knows his name, and he's mm-hmm. at a school that most people couldn't tell you what state it's in, what conference is in, or anything about it. Nope. How about Iona? I have no. Okay. I, the Iona, Iona, I'm telling you, this is the team under Rick Pitino, 22 and actually now 23 and 7 after they took care of business tonight. They are rolling at the right time to have a coach who knows how to get it done in March. They are a ton of odds. They're minus 150 to win their conference. And I would absolutely, I don't like laying, uh, you know, worse than even money to win a conference, but they are absolutely rolling right now. I've been on them for a while. They're winning most of their games by double digits to one tonight by 18, 19 points. And they're going to win their conference at minus 150. And when they get the tournament, this is a team that absolutely believes they are made up of kids with chips on their shoulder. They don't care who they play. We get one of these stories every single year. They are 1,500 to 1 to win the NCAA tournament. And again, I'm not telling you it's going to win the tournament. There's no parade going down, you know, down wherever Iona is in New York. There's not going to be a parade. But what there is going to be is an opportunity when they get to that second weekend to hedge back against them a couple, three different times to where you will guarantee yourself money. So that's just a little bit of trill inside uh, way to approach March Madness. You might look at Houston, look at Alabama, look at some of these teams that that absolutely are you know the favorites to win. But this tournament is a crapshoot, and if you can get a long shot out of that first weekend, there's a chance to make some money. Watch the Iona Gales as they head into the, into the next couple of weeks. I like it. I like it. A big picture again, as you said, Houston more than likely is going to get the number one overall seed. Uh, they're favored to win this bad boy this season. Plus six fifty. Kansas eight to one. I like Kansas, by the way. I think they're heating up at the right time. Alabama nine to one. UCLA twelve to one. Purdue twelve to one. Out of curiosity, who are your uh, who are your four ones? Do you feel that yeah. UCLA gets that gets that fourth one, or do you think it's Purdue? 
Yeah, I think it's Purdue, and I think they deserve it. I, I, listen, I know we got a lot of Pac-12 fans listening and stuff, but it's mm-hmm. hard for me. They they underachieve so much this time of year that until I see it, I'm not going to believe it. Purdue is battle-tested. That Big Ten is, is really balanced top to bottom. A team like this, nobody likes a favorite. All right, you don't want to play a favorite in this tournament. But if you're going to play a team like, I'm telling Houston, great defense, an incredible coach. I know Calvin and his son. I feel like I'm 100 years old now. His son was in finishing up high school, going to college when Calvin was at the University of Oklahoma back in the day before he started texting everybody like he was on tender and got in trouble, had to leave. But this dude is a great basketball coach, and he gets his team playing defense. They don't have to shoot it well every single night, and they are absolutely dialed in right now. So don't like favorites, but Houston, absolutely the best team going into the tournament and a a good chance to be one of the the first teams in a long time that would be that overall number one seed to take it all the way to the end. Kansas, another Groundhog Day team. They They got it done here recently, but more times than not they don't, and they're not shooting it as well from the outside. You're right, peaking at the right time, certainly huge. But they're they're not shooting it quite well enough for me from the outside. Their inside game has been inconsistent. So I don't like Kansas as much. But Houston, I'm telling you, even though they're a favorite, this is a team that absolutely has that DNA to to get it done. Um, Conference-wise, WCC, Gonzaga, minus 135, St. Mary's, plus 115. Um, Are you making a play there? Yeah, I, yeah I, I'm not only because both those teams have been more vulnerable this year. A team like Loyola and Marymount that that we couldn't beat you and I. I mean, literally the three of us. We get a couple mm-hmm. guys off of you know off of Sunset Boulevard. We could beat Loyola. And by the way, good seats still remaining every year. My my daughter goes to school there. I've been to a lot of those games. They're now standing room only, but they're too inconsistent. But both of those teams you talked about. They are not the, they're the same names on the front of the jerseys, but they are not as deep, not as consistent. And I expect both of them, whoever makes it in, to be a more or an earlier exit than typical, uh, typically speaking. So if you're going to play favorites this time of year, uh, hard to argue with what Alabama's done over the course of the season. And those lower end conferences where you're getting teams nobody knows about, like Iona, uh, some of those different uh, conferences like that that you don't have to lay quite as much because there's not a lot of money coming in on them. I think there's some better value there than playing these big marquee teams in, in, you know, out on the West Coast trying to win a conference that they typically always get it done against. Fat Jack, FatJackSports.com. That's where you can find him. Uh, let's start uh, paying attention to what's going on in the NBA. I feel like each and every night we've got like such a great slate of games uh, on Friday, there's quite a few I want to tee up for you. And with Kevin Durant made his debut the other night, and boy, did they look good. Uh, the Suns in Chicago taking on the Bulls. They're favored by five and a half. No surprise there. The over-under is 222. Any play here? Your thoughts on Kevin Durant? What are your – what? What? because uh, I, I was I was impressed. Um, I actually love what you're doing. I, I actually – so so I so a really quick note. I played the under in his point total at twenty one and a half, and sure enough, he ended up with twenty three. Uh, I I just I I did not expect them to look that good or gel that well so quickly. The numbers are so tight in the NBA. I, I love what Giannis said. You heard what he said on Jimmy Kimmel the other night about Kevin Durant. He said, "Yeah, you need to start working out with me. I'll show you how to put the team on my back versus trying to go to these yeah. super teams." Absolutely love that. I mean, I love the – you know, nobody handles that that type of comment worse than Kevin Durant. I mean, he that, that dude absolutely cannot handle any criticism like that. But I, but I, to your point, 
they are going to they're going to be relevant a long time. They're really good and they just got better. And that gelling component of that, there is truth to that. It takes some outings and, and you don't get anything done in practice this time of year. So um six five and a half point favorite against Chicago. I would have trouble playing um Phoenix until I figure out exactly what they're going to be from a point total, how they distribute the ball, uh, because and I, you're not getting any value with them either. When you head into this time of the year, I think you, you've always got to be looking for value in the NBA and any of these big splash, big market type type trades where you get these stars moving around at least for the first six to ten games, uh, at least six games. You're not going to get value playing them, so I'm always trying to be a little bit careful before jumping out there. So just to lean toward the home home dog there. I love the Knicks. I'm not just saying that because I'm here in New York. I love the addition of Josh Hart. Mitch Robinson is back in action. Brunson has been an absolute beast. Uh, they're in Miami taking on a Heat team. They're favored by two and a half. The over under is two fifteen and a half. Do you have a play in this matchup? Yeah, you know, what's funny about this game, you know, the numbers just coming out, and this game gets open one and a half, and the money immediately comes in on the Knicks. And the reason is, is because the Knicks have been really good. They're stylistic fights, you know, we talk about styles for fights, or styles make the fights. The Knicks are really, really good when they give up less than 107 points a game. They're 23 and 0 straight up and against the spread when they give up under 108 points a game. Well, who has the lowest scoring average in the entire league right now? It's Miami. I mean, Miami not scoring a bunch of points. And the, so the thought is, is that this is a great stylistic matchup for the Knicks, even on the road. I, I think that you're going to get a, a, a Miami team that opens up their offense a little bit more than they might need to because they understand that if you don't get – you don't put the offense up there, the Knicks are going to beat you in a lower-scoring game that when it comes to crunch time, they're really good in that spot. Knicks 21-10. and 10, as a favorite straight up this year, so that's really, really, uh, really good. And Miami six and thirteen straight up as an underdog, so they do not typically perform well. But I think with all those numbers, there's going to be a little bit of value. I think this number creeps up between now and tomorrow night uh, down in South Beach, uh, and I'm going to lean toward Miami plus the points here. What I think is going to be a higher scoring game because Miami's going to uh, have to open up their offense a little bit. It's one of those obvious dangerous situations that if you stay anywhere around 100 against the Knicks, you're probably going to lose and probably not going to cover. So a lean toward Miami and also lean toward the over. Portland going up against Atlanta. Uh, Atlanta at home favored by 70. Over-under is 240. You've got to play in this this, this over-under, right? Yeah, yeah, I think you know Trey Young and company. You know, I, 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 we've talked about this before, Nita, but I coached Trey in uh, football his entire career until he basically quit. And and Ray Young, his dad, coached my son in basketball. I go way back with this family. Uh, we all grew up in Norman, Oklahoma, and and so I really like the Youngs. The the problem here for Trey is that they've got to play defense for them to be competitive right now. When they have lower scoring games. They are they're much more competitive, not only straight up but against the number nineteen nine and one against the spread when they give up when they when they give up under one hundred and fifteen points a game. So they've got to play better defense, and I do think they're doing going to do a little bit more of that going forward. Uh, and you also get value with the under because when Lillard comes to town, you've got Trey Young. You just think offense, you think points. This totals up toward two forty, two thirty nine, two thirty nine and a half. Both these teams on the year. Not averaging that over the season, when you add them up, the, the, the Hawks 100, under 117 points per game, Portland under 116 points per game. Um, I think this is absolutely a lower-scoring game. 
where Atlanta absolutely understands they can't let Lillard go off. They've got to play good defense. And because of that, Trey takes care of the ball a little bit more. I think this game goes under the total because the, the Hawks are in a kind of a circle of the wagons deal. They've got to string some things together, uh, some wins. And I think that they understand this game cannot be an absolute shootout when you play against Portland. And a lot of the public money coming in on Portland plus those points as well. Uh, lean toward Atlanta minus the points and definitely like the under the 239. Hey, last one before I let you go. Uh, Lakers at home against the T-Wolves tomorrow night. Uh, they are getting one and a half at home. The over-under is 229. Two-point question here, and that is, A, um, do you believe in this Lakers team? Do you feel that they've done enough to at least kind of like toe the line without LeBron James active and attractive? And do you think they have what it takes to even make it into the play-in scenario? You know, when LeBron, he's peacocking around the all-star break. And I, I start drinking the Kool-Aid. I'll tell you, I've had one. You can look at my results. Everybody gets the same players. They're about 25 games of profit in the last month in basketball. Really strong. And the only NBA play you'll see over the last week or so was, were the Lakers when they went to Dallas about three or four days ago and beat them. They were down 30. That's the deal with the Lakers. you got to absorb their 30-point. They're down 30 midway. Everybody out there list is shaking their head as they're driving around. They're down like 30 going into the second quarter, and they come all the way back, and they and they win it late at Dallas. That is the problem with the Lakers. Their consistency's not been there. Um, I think they still have a chance to make in that play-in spot, uh, that play in spot but I would have trouble on a nightly basis betting them because they're so inconsistent with or without LeBron. Um, This spot just screams under, and I would probably lean toward the under if you're going to make me play. But I do think there's some better plays on the board that are going on tomorrow night. Great stuff as always, Fat Jack. Appreciate you. So happy you're back from vacation. Uh, Great to hear your voice, and and hopefully we just fed the the, the folks some winners for tomorrow night. Thank you, my friend. You're the best. Yeah, I went on a cruise and there were no swingers, so that was great news because I heard rumors that we're going to be cruises, swingers all over the cruise. We didn't have any swingers, so it was really great news. I had a great time. Now we're going to make some money during March Madness. Good thing. You know, you might have had to, you know, lock yourself in your cabin or something like that. I don't know. Anyway, uh, always Anita, head on a swivel. (laughs) Always great having you on. He's Fat Jack, (laughs) professional handicapper. FatJackSports.com. That's where you can find him. More to come here on Bet LA. This is Ben L.A. with Anita Marks on 710 ESPN. Made possible tonight by Tiza. Get more focus and energy in your daily life with Tiza Nutrient Pouches. Visit TizaEnergy.com and make your mouth happy. Now more of Ben L.A. with Anita Marks on 710 ESPN. Fat Jack really threw us for a loop there with the whole um, swingers on the boat cruise. Yeah, right? What, like, what, I don't what know was where that about? I don't know. I don't even know. I don't even know. I don't even know where that came from. I don't listen. I grew up in Miami. All we did was cruise. Now I'm wondering, like, why did we cruise all the time? Oh no. Anyway, I know. I know. I'm. I'm going. I'm about to text my mom and ask her, like, why did we cruise my entire childhood? What's going on? Is that a thing? Is our swingers on cruise? Like, did here's here's an interesting fact. Did you know that? Do you know what what state is the swinger capital of the United States? I'm going to confidently say that I don't know <laughs> which state is the swinger capital of the United States. There's more. There's more swinger action in Washington D.C. than anywhere in the United States. Oh no! Is that like a political 
jab? I hope not. Oh, I don't know. I, I don't know. I, 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 no, I, I do not talk politics on sports talk radio. I try not to talk politics at all. I like, that. um, yeah, I just, uh, no, not for me. Um, so, uh, but yeah, no, that's, that's like, that's a, that's a thing. There's more swingers who live in Washington DC than anywhere in the country. Don't ask me how I know that. I just, I know, I know stupid random Because things. you used to go on so many cruises as a kid. That's how, you know. Because <laughs> I used to go, I, I, I'm, I'm calling my mom tomorrow morning. I'm, uh, I'm curious. Anyway, um, let's get you up to speed on what's going on in the NBA. Uh, the Clippers up 47 to 49 to 40. Score just changed as the second. So they're up nine points. Again, when the show started, I told you I liked uh, I liked the Clippers minus three and a half, minus three. I think at tip-off you could have gotten it. I also like Kawhi Leonard over 24, 23 or 24 and a half points. He's got 11, and I also liked uh, over three and a half assists, and he has zero. So, uh, so there's that. Um, I also liked Arizona state getting the 11 and a half, uh, UCLA is up 69 to 53 with about three minutes. I'm sorry. Uh, it's 53 73. So now they're up by 20 points. Um, who produces Mason in Ireland, by the way, Greg Bergman, or who's, who's, who's on the board. That's, uh, who's on Jorge the board? Briones. And he's a big UCLA fan, right? Not that I know he was of. giving me no Greg. He was Greg giving... is a big UCLA fan. Producer Greg. No, okay. Corporate Greg, they call him. Oh, okay. Somebody, somebody was giving me a hard time about my Arizona State play. It had to have been Greg. Was it Greg? Hundred percent. Okay. Shout you know, out it's, Greg. it's hard when yeah. <laughs> so Greg, you're UC, and and this was his point, and, and I understand what he was saying. He was saying like you know he's he feels pretty confident that UCLA is going to get that that. The, the fourth how do you phrase this he was he's pretty confident that ucla is going to get the fourth one seed you did it i did it i didn't even go to an ivy league school and i did it so there are I four all right are there four one seeds there are four one seeds and, and but, the, UCLA but out of, get one and of then, those four one seeds right over purdue um but there's only so there's four one seeds but out of those four one seeds, there's a true one. And that true one more than likely is going to be used. Yeah, there can only be so. one. There can only be. what? What is that? Highlander. What's that from? There you go. God, I love that movie. That was such a good movie. And there was, there was like a series of them, right? Like how many of them, like three or four? How many of them came out? Oh, geez, I don't know. I can. There could only be one. There could only be one. Well, Are you watching The Mandalorian? I haven't actually. I haven't started watching it yet, but I am caught up and ready for this new season. I know the new season just dropped yesterday. I'm ready. Um, but I heard. Are I you also watch- heard that you can't. You you'll you'll be kind of lost if you didn't watch the book of Boba Fett. So. Oh yeah, you. Oh yeah, you've got to. You've got to go back. You just can't. <sighs> Yeah, you've you've got to go back. Right. Um, are you watching Full Swing on Netflix? I have dabbled into Full Swing. I haven't fully commit <sighs> myself to it, but I have I have dipped the toe in to test the waters. How and do you so far, dabble? I like it. How do you dabble in something so good? You don't even have to be. You don't even have to be a golf 
fan. It's it's so it's just it, I find it so interesting. So far, I'm really fond so, of the of the story of uh, Spieth and um, and and JT, JT right? JT, yeah, I actually, yeah, really and that was the first one. They I think I think they came out of the box strong. Yeah, like I said, that, I just, because I, I just dipped my toes in. So yeah, okay, yeah. all right. Yeah, you you haven't gotten to the Brooks Kepka. Spoilers. <laughs> what do you? No, it's a, every I'm, segment yeah. is different. I, I mean, no, no. I've only I've only dabbled it a little bit. So probably the first like twenty minutes of the first episode. But now I've got a laundry talk list about, of things to watch. Thanks, Anita. Talk about a dude who's lost all confidence in himself. It's just ridiculous. All right, uh, we're gonna come back. We're gonna kick off hour number two. Jeff Passan, who does a phenomenal job uh, for ESPN covering all things Major League Baseball, was so kind to join me um on uh, on my bet digital show airs monday wednesday and friday and you could tune into it uh, anytime after five o'clock on espn plus a lot of changes i mean a lot of changes to the sport of major league baseball where like the the major league baseball historians the purists are i would imagine are going to hate this season, especially the beginning of it and getting used to the changes. Uh, Tyler, I know you're a big Major League Baseball fan, so I'm curious. Once uh, you hear my discussion with Jeff Pass, and I'm really curious what your thoughts are. So uh, quick break. We come back. We'll kick off hour two, and Jeff Passan is going to join us. How do these Major League Baseball rule changes, how are they going to affect gambling? This season. That's really our topic of, of discussion with Jeff Passan next, right here on 90.7 ESPN.